The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Randy Gatewood here on the Ray Ellis Show. Hope all is well for everyone out there on this beautiful, beautiful day here in Arizona. Here to talk sports, bring you up to speed today on what's going on, of course, in the NBA Finals. Lakers-Celtics this past weekend, of course, we got the big game three tonight. As well as a very, very interesting uh, overtime game uh, with the Arizona Rattlers and the Milwaukee Iron last week. And also, I'd like to touch base and give a, just a warm, warm, uh, fuzzy, fuzzy feeling to everyone out there who was associated with the great John Wooten, uh, who passed away this past week as well. So um, feel free, call in, uh, answer any questions you guys may have out there. Today is a wonderful day here on the radio. Randy Gatewood once again filling in for the Ray Ellis Show. So um, initially, you know, going into the NBA Finals this weekend, uh, this past weekend, I'm sorry. I know we had a lot of Laker fans out there. I know we had a lot of Celtics fans out there. A tradition that's uh, been around for a long time. And, you know, me personally, uh, I'm actually pulling for the Lakers, but Boston is very well capable of winning this game, this series. So um, I'd like to touch base with you, though, just on game one. Talk a little bit about it, uh, my feelings towards it. I felt like the game was very... Very, very close until the third quarter, and the Lakers, of course, were able to pull away from them. But uh, Boston did show some uh, some signs of resilience in the fourth quarter, came back, made a game of it before the Lakers kind of took over in the end. And this is one of those matchups where it's big man versus big man. You got Kobe, and then you, of course, got Rondo or Ray Ellis, or in that case, game two, both of them showed up to play. So... Uh, very, very interesting series here. Should be a lot of fun. Uh, tonight, like I said, the big game three is uh, coming up. I want to say it's at 7 p.m. Eastern time. Um, should be a great, great game tonight, though. So, once again, Randy Gatewood here uh, on the Ray Ellis Show talking sports with you. Uh, wanted to also let you guys know that Randy Gatewood does have his show coming out, which will debut on July 22nd. Uh, around 11 p.m. Pacific time here on Voice America Sports. Uh, that show is called Sports World with Randall Gatewood, and I'll be, I'll be talking sports, touching base on a lot of issues, you know, a lot of things outside of just, you know, football or basketball. So uh, looking forward to a great time. So once again, Randy Gatewood here filling in for Ray Ellis on the Ray Ellis Show, VoiceAmericaSports.com. Let's talk NBA Finals now. Kobe, 
we're going to kind of move around a little bit from game one to game two. But game two, uh, you know, as I watched that game and as I kind of sat back and tried to get an understanding of what was going on, me personally, I felt like Kobe didn't take charge of the game uh, like he normally does. I felt like he may have waited a little too long. Um, You go back, you look at that, and you say, wow, Ray Allen, you know, shoots lights out. You know, I think nine set an NBA Finals record with nine three-point field goals, or I'm sorry, with eight three-point field goals, seven of them coming in the first half. And, you know, anytime a guy is shooting lights out like that, it makes it a lot, a lot difficult for teams to come back, you know, and, and find a way to slow that guy down. Even with Kevin Garnett, Ray, uh, I'm sorry, even with Kevin Garnett, Paul Pierce, and those guys not, you know, playing well, not playing particularly well. Uh, Garnett was in foul trouble for most of the first half. Matter of fact, for most of the game, uh, Boston was still able to pull out a win in that game. And so, you know, what do the Lakers have to do now? How do they regroup? They go back now to Boston, where Boston has played extremely well uh, here in the NBA playoffs. So uh, they have their work cut out for them. But I think tonight you'll see you'll see a lot different Kobe Bryant. Um, you'll see a Still a very, very hungry Paul Gasol. I think he's been playing exceptionally, exceptionally well throughout the playoffs. And um, it's going to be very interesting tonight, though. So uh, please, please tune in. Uh, Any ideas, any questions, please feel free to reach out to me. Once again, I'm Randy Gatewood, uh, appearing on the Ray Ellis Show here at VoiceAmericaSports.com. And we're talking Lakers. We're talking Celtics. Also, I wanted to touch base on is overall, who's going to win this series? You know, I want some input from you, from the listeners, from everybody out there. Give me some insight on on why you feel Boston may have taken control of the series in L.A. And give me some insight also on why you think the Lakers have Boston sitting right where they wanted them. So um, this is one of those matchups where it, it could it could be won on either either court. Boston can win in L.A. They've proven that. And I think L.A. is very capable of winning in Boston as well. So uh, share your insights. Send some, share some insights. Send messages. Email. Uh, call in. Talk to us. Whatever it is you have to do to give some insight to it, I would love to hear from you. So after we come back here from a quick break, I want to touch base with you, of course, on, like I said, more of the NBA Finals, more of the playoffs, Wanted to touch base on, of course, Phil Jackson, the Doc Rivers matchup, the game of chess. I think that they play as well as they prepare and try to get both of these teams ready for this NBA playoff. So um, it's more than just, you know, them putting guys out there on the field and sitting around and, and talking about it. You know, there's a game plan, there's strategy to it. And I think in basketball, we forget about the game plan. We only think that game plan is only in football and you know, so many of the other sports out there being basketball and baseball and hockey and any of the other sports out there, those guys are very, very into the game plan as well. You just don't see it as much as you do as far as football. So uh, very interesting, though. Phil Jackson, Doc Rivers playing chess also in the NBA Finals this year. So once again, call me up, send me an email. Touch base with me on anything you may have. I would love to hear from you out there talking NBA Finals, Lakers-Celtics, one of the greatest rivalries that we've ever had in all of basketball. So 
It's going to get interesting, too. It's only going to get more interesting as the time goes and as the series goes. Right now, the pressure's probably a little bit more on, on L.A., of course, now that they've lost you know, home court. But like I mentioned earlier, I think they're very capable of going into Boston, winning some games, and making this series back, you know, getting the home court getting their home court advantage back. So um, as we look back on it, though, you know, there's some, there's some very interesting things transpiring, of course, between Paul Gasol, Kevin Garnett, Kobe Bryant, Rashawn Rondo. This series has a lot of implication, a lot of things going on. There's, there's, I, I would even like to say there's probably some bad blood going on amongst these guys, but uh, in the end, we know it's just sports, and you know I think a lot of them, you know I know Kevin Garnett based on some of the things that uh, Paul Gasol has said about him. His reputation is probably a little bit at stake right now. But uh, you know me being an athlete, you got to be able to handle that. You know I know back when I played uh, arena football here in town for the Arizona Rattlers, you have to be able, you got to be able to handle that. You got to be able to take the criticism. You got to be able to take the good with the bad as well. So uh, I think Kevin Garnett's going to bounce back tonight, have a much better performance than probably he had uh, last week. And, oh, I'm sorry, much better performance than he had on Monday. But also you, the Lakers are going to have to find a way to offset and slow down Rondo as well. So uh, when we get back, I want to touch on, you know, what happened in game one that enabled the Lakers to win the game. And I also want to touch on, what enabled the Celtics, in my opinion, to win the game in game two. So um, it's one of those things where we should be, we're going to be able to talk about that. You can call in anytime you want, toll-free 1-888-346-9144. Feel free to pick up the phone. Give me a call right now talking Lakers-Celtics once again, 1-888-346-9144. Look forward to hearing from you. Once again, we're talking sports here on the Ray Ellis Show Live on Voice America Sports. I'm Randall Gatewood, of course, sitting in for Ray today on the Ray Ellis Show. And as I look back on game one and game two, I sit and I study. I find myself trying to study and trying to figure out what the game plan is as well. So I know you as viewers and people like that at home are saying, well, why did this happen? You know, why did he play this? Why did this particular player, why didn't he jump out to help? Like there's so many questions that are, you know, out there. But hopefully I can answer some of those questions for you. Hopefully I can shed a little bit more light on the series, you know. Series is tied at one game apiece, you know, and it's only going to get more and more interesting as this thing goes on. This, the playoffs is the real season. I touched on this uh, a week or so ago with Ray in reference to the regular season. But now that the champ, we're in the NBA Finals, the championship, this is the real season. This is what these players, they live for, they dream of, you know. And, you know, you get superstars like, like Kobe, like uh, Ray Allen, like Kevin Garnett, like Paul Gasol. You get all those guys in the limelight. And so now this is one of those times now where I think, based on what happened on Sunday afternoon, the Lakers kind of feel like they have something else to prove now. So... Uh, like I said, look for a totally different Kobe Bryant tonight, someone who takes charge of the game early and not looking to, to get his teammates involved as much as he did 
last time, but someone who pretty much, like I said, takes charge of the game. Very, very Michael Jordan-esque, you know, I would like to say. So uh, let's see what happens as we move forward through the show today. I'm going to touch on a couple of things. I mentioned earlier NBA Finals, but stay tuned because we will be talking Arizona Rattlers football, an exciting game from them this past weekend, and we will be talking about the late, great John Wooden as well. So stay tuned. Ray Ellis Show, VoiceAmericaSports.com. Once again, that phone number is 1-888-346-9144, 888-346-9144. Please feel free to call in and talk to me. I'm Randall Gatewood. Here on Voice America, Ray Ellis Show. Talk to you when I get back. Got to pay some bills, but once again, we will be here. 1-888-346-9144. Thank you, thanks a lot. to the pros we we cover everything let your voice be heard voice america sports so andy serling packed his bags left the city and is enjoying his temporary digs in saratoga but that won't stop us from bringing you playing to win the best online handicapping show for serious horse players catch andy and his great lineup of guests every week throughout the month of august on location from the beautiful saratoga race course he and his guests are some of the best in the biz they bring you new insights to making money and they tell it like it is i'm three five one in this race but the three is very much the one to be we're going to completely disagree on this race i absolutely disagree Spicer, especially at one to two. And it's anything but the same old horse racing show. This is a nine horse field, but really there are seven donkeys and two zebras. Playing to win with Andy Serling, a show seriously committed to making more money at the game, but with a personality. This is a dunce cap horse for me. If this horse wins, next week I got the dunce cap on. YouBet.com's Playing to Win, presented by the Daily Racing Forum. Look for it the day before big race days, mostly Fridays. Find a complete schedule in the Daily Racing Forum or click on Playing to Win at YouBet.com. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. Are you a real sports fan? Get ready to talk football and anything else sports with Kwame Lasseter, formerly with the Arizona Cardinals, San Diego Chargers, and St. Louis Rams. Kwame's got the experience, so he's prepared to talk sports with you every week on Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk. It's on the Voice America Sports Network every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time. Get ready for unpredictable fun and sometimes a sarcastic look at the world of sports. That's Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Yeah. It's been a long time coming. But you know what they say, Kaye. 
Slow motion, better than no motion. I walked in the crib, got two kids and my baby mama laid. Uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. So I had to dig what I had to Once again, we're back on the radio live internet voiceamerica.com sports randy gatewood here sitting in for ray ellis today talking sports live on the ray ellis show uh, we're talking lakers celtics nba finals talked about game one a lot in the last break we like to touch base on game two this time just to kind of share with you some insights on that and how i feel boston took back and took control of this series. You know, if you go back and you watch game one of the NBA Finals, Kobe, he took a lot more shots early on. You know, he was able to to take control of that game earlier, dictate the tempo of it. Uh, he got his teammates involved after uh, he looked to score the ball as well. He hit some big jumpers in that first half. You know, and as I go back to game two, I go back and I look at that and I say, wow, you know, I think he only took maybe three shots in the first quarter and through the second quarter as well. And so I think tonight you're going to look for look for Kobe to get his shots off early. Look for Kobe to drive to the hole early. Look for him to, to try and dictate the tempo of this game. Um, of course, they have three games in Boston now. You know, that's the new, the new format that they switched over to a few years back where they played two in L.A., they go to Boston for three, and then they come back to L.A. for two more. That's another interesting topic as well. So I'd like to hear your thoughts on that as well. Is that something they should go back to the old format? Should they keep it the same? Um, tell me your thoughts about that as well. Also, if you would like, you want to send an email uh, in for questions, uh, shoot me an email as well. I'd love to hear from you. Uh, email address, Randy Gatewood, G-A-T-E-W-O-O-D at gmail.com. Shoot me an email if you have questions as well. I'd love to reply. I'd uh, love to talk about it on the radio show here. I'd uh, love to shed some insight out there to everybody who's watching. So uh, feel free to do that as well. Now like, I'd like to touch base on, on also Doc Rivers and Phil Jackson, You know, two guys who have a lot of history in the NBA, uh, two guys who are very well known in the NBA, uh, both as players. Uh, Doc, of course, played all those years for the Celtics, played all those years for the Hawks, um, has taken this team and, and brought them back to where they were for so many years ago. So uh, hats off to Doc Rivers and, of course, Phil Jackson. Uh, name speaks for itself. One of only There's only one other coach who's ever won 10 championships uh, in sports, and that is the great John Wooten, the great late John Wooten, who we're also going to touch base on a little bit later in the show as well. So, uh, But two guys, you can tell. You can see the intensity from both of them on the sideline. If you listen in to you know, the segments that they wire, you know, from when the coaches are wired with the microphone, you can also see how intense it is down there. Me personally, I pay attention to those kind of things because I want to know what he's saying. I want to see you know, what's the status, what, what is his thoughts about the game as the game portrays on through the second, third, and fourth quarter. And so – uh, if you listen to them, they'll give you a lot of knowledge, a lot of knowledge on how the game is being dictated and, and how the pace of the game is going and the flow of the game. And, you know, we as, as you know, viewers sitting back at home, we want to get inside. We want to know more about uh, what's going on and what's happening on the field just as the coaches see it. So 
that's another opportunity for us to, to listen in and take a look as well. But, you know, I noticed one of Doc Rivers' statements last week during the game as he said, you're not working as hard as they are right now. Okay, they want it more. They want it more than you do. And it was right around the time when the Lakers were making that run, I want to say right before halftime, when Boston was up by 13, and I think uh, L.A. scored about seven unanswered points to cut it to six within halftime. And he said that to his players on a couple of occasions when uh, right, right after we had come back from break, they would show that and they would play that, and you could just sense the urgency in Rondo right after he said that because he was the whole game he pushed the ball but when when Doc Rivers motivated him by some type of comment or something that he said it even pushed him even more and you can see from the time the Lakers would miss that shot he was taken off he was off and running so uh, that was part of the game plan Doc Rivers implemented in game two he says hey we're gonna push the ball we're gonna push the ball fast break we're gonna go fast break Fast break, fast break, fast break, fast break. And that's what they did. The time Rondo take that ball, everybody was looking to kick it out. And I think they set the tempo earlier in that game. And I don't think L.A. was ready for it. But I think here in game two, I think they'll be ready for it. The Lakers will make some adjustments. Phil Jackson is, of course, the, the great genius he is. He will make some adjustments as well. And, you know, I think Rondo is the key to Boston. You know, not just Ray Allen. Because, of course, without Rondo kicking a lot of those balls out to him last week, you know, Ray Allen, he doesn't have the success he had as well. So, uh, in essence, he is. Rondo is the game player. He's a game changer. So, it's going to be interesting tonight to see how they slow him down. Or, do they put Kobe on him? Okay. Who does Kobe guard tonight? Does Kobe guard Rondo? Or does Kobe guard Ray Allen? So, uh, that's another topic we can talk about. I would love to hear from you. Feel free. Call in. Talk to me. 1-888-346-9144. Toll free. 1-888-346-9144. Call in. Let's chat. Let's talk about it. Lakers. Celtics live here on Voice America Radio. I'm Randy Gatewood sitting in for Ray Ellis on the Ray Ellis Show. Once again, you will also be able to hear the Randy Gatewood show debuting July 22nd, 11 a.m. Pacific time, right here on Voice America Sports. Uh, the name of the show is Sports World with Randall Gatewood. I'll be talking sports from football to basketball to baseball to all sports, NASCAR to whatever it may be out there, whatever the topics are that day. So feel free to give me a call. Feel free to shoot me an email. Feel free to, uh, any way you want, reach out to me. I would love to talk sports with you on there. So back to the Lakers and Celtics, though. I want to spend some time also on, on why maybe Kobe didn't take shots. Spend a little bit of time on why maybe he took it upon himself to pass the ball in the first half of that game. And I know a big part of that now is his focus is putting a lot of you know, taking a lot of the onus off of him and him wanting to get his to get his teammates involved and things like that. And so I think that's what we'll probably see a lot more of that tonight as well. Uh, Kobe will be in a position where he will score the ball, but he will be looking to get those other guys in, involved as well. So uh, it's big on big tonight, you know. Speaking of big on bigs, you know, 
Perkins, Wallace, you know, those two don't back down from Gasol or Bynum. Not at all. So uh, within the blink of an eye, something can transpire. So we'll see. We'll keep a close eye on it, though, and see how it goes, see how it works tonight. So once again, Randy Gate was sitting in on the Ray Ellis Show, VoiceAmericaSports.com. Talk Radio Network. Call in. Feel free to talk to me. Feel free if you have any questions. Once again, that number is one 346 9144 As we move on, I want to touch a little bit, Bake. I want to touch a little bit on the Arizona Rattlers' uh, midway point of their season. Uh, when we get back, I want to touch base on what happened this weekend, a very exciting game. Uh, from them this weekend, a game that went into overtime that lasted almost four hours of arena football. So uh, stay tuned. Don't go anywhere. You'll be interested to hear what happened and how that game transpired and how it shook out in the end as well. So uh, stay tuned. Like I said, once again, don't go. Don't go anywhere. We will be talking arena football as well. But back to Lakers and Celtics. Game three tonight in Boston. Should shape up to be an amazing series tonight. Um, you know, based on what happened in game two, I think it's left, you know, kind of a bad taste in their mouth as well. You know, between Rondo and Ray Allen, uh, that one-two punch that Boston had, they just, it, it was just, you know, the Lakers were powerless. They couldn't do anything about it, you know. And you can sense the frustration on Kobe. You know, throughout throughout the game, he felt like he was maybe being fouled and he felt like maybe he wasn't getting certain calls. But um, that's the kind of player he is, I think, you know. I think he's the kind of guy who he's going to leave it on the field, on the court, I mean, and he's animated. And it's, it's just like he said, you know, they asked him, you know, afterwards. He sa- They asked him, they said, is the most important game game one or was the most important game game two? Okay. Now it's game three, he said. Okay, it's just the next game. It's as simple as that. You know, and I think he's focused. You know, he's determined. He understands what he's got to do. He understands that, you know, what's happened has happened in sports. I got to put this behind me. I got to get ready for the next, the next four games. We Obviously, if it goes that long that we have, I'm going to put my focus in that. And we're going to go from there. But... I think game two was very reminiscent to when the Celtics and the Lakers played about, I want to say, two and a half, three years ago in that finals where uh, the Celtics just pretty much, they, they, they dismantled L.A., you know. So um, L.A. doesn't want to go, go that route again. They were humiliated the last time, you know what I mean? And so it's one of those things where they want to move on past it. They want to put it behind them. They want to go into, into Boston and get a win and guarantee that this series will at least come back to L.A. So they've got some challenges ahead of them, but they also have the best player in the NBA on their team, and they've got some pretty good big man, and they've got the best coach, at least one of the best coaches to ever coach in the history of the NBA. So as we move on, as we progress through today, we're going to talk a little bit more Lakers-Celtics, you know, coming up. We're going to take a break here, take a quick minute, pay some bills, talk to a few people. Once again, feel free to call in 1-888-346-9144, 1-888-346-9144. This is Randy Gatewood sitting in 
on the Ray Ellis Show, VoiceAmericaSports.com. So I had to dig what I had to dig, cause I had to give. to the pros we we cover everything let your voice be heard voice america sports so andy serling packed his bags left the city and is enjoying his temporary digs in saratoga but that won't stop us from bringing you playing to win the best online handicapping show for serious horse players catch andy and his great lineup of guests every week throughout the month of august on location from the beautiful saratoga race course he and his guests are some of the best in the biz they bring you new insights to making money and they tell it like it is i'm three five one in this race but the three is very much the one to be we're going to completely disagree on this race i absolutely disagree Spicer, especially at one to two. And it's anything but the same old horse racing show. This is a nine horse field, but really there are seven donkeys and two zebras. Playing to win with Andy Serling, a show seriously committed to making more money at the game, but with a personality. This is a dunce cap horse for me. If this horse wins, next week I got the dunce cap on. YouBet.com's Playing to Win, presented by the Daily Racing Forum. Look for it the day before big race days, mostly Fridays. Find a complete schedule in the Daily Racing Forum or click on Playing to Win at YouBet.com. Joe Cribbs, No Average Joe, is here for you, the fan, to hear about and discuss the week's top stories in the world of sports. We'll discuss not only the headliners, but you'll hear some of the smaller stories that don't usually make it on the sports wires today. It's a forum for the sports fan, hosted by Joe Cribbs, a three-time pro bowler with the Buffalo Bills. Joe is a 10-year pro football veteran, a former Southeastern Conference Most Valuable Player, and a member of the Alabama Sports Hall of Fame. Discuss the topics with Joe Cribbs, No Average Joe, Mondays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Network. Dialogue is the single most powerful leadership tool we have to make a difference in the world. Leading conversations with host Cheryl Esposito creates a place for that dialogue. Tune into the Voice America Business Channel every Friday as Cheryl hosts new conversations among leaders from around the world in business, government, art, economics, and social change. We'll explore big ideas and everyday actions and learn how their own leadership has led them to discover a newfound sense of possibility in the world. Leading conversations with Cheryl Esposito, bringing big thinkers together in conversations that make a difference right here on the Voice America Business Channel every Friday morning at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Hello, everybody. Once again, Randy Gatewood sitting in on the Ray Ellis Show on Voice America Sports Talk Radio Network. Um, first half of the show, we touch base on the NBA Finals, Lakers, Celtics. Please be sure to tune in tonight. Game three of the NBA Finals is in Boston. Should shape up to be a pretty good game tonight, especially based on what happened uh, in game two. I'd like to switch gears now, though. 
take it over to a place where I am definitely familiar with, um, and that's the the world of arena football. I want to touch base on the Arizona Rattlers. Um, big, big overtime win this past weekend over a very good Milwaukee team that was sitting at six and two, first place. Arizona was sitting at four and three in second place. Uh, drew them one game closer. Very exciting game. You know, me personally, I went to the game, uh, played a lot of years with the Rattlers, still passionate about Rattlers football, and had a, had a phenomenal night. Um, the game went back and forth, but you can just sense from, from even the beginning of the game it was going to be a defensive battle. You know, and I think at, you know, not until the last part of the second quarter, almost right before halftime, each team scored a couple of touchdowns. A very low-scoring game, especially for arena football. But uh, ended up being a, a very good game. The game ended up going. Rattlers, let me give you a little brief description of what happened, though. As the game progressed late into the, the second half, uh, Rattlers needed – they needed Milwaukee to make a mistake, and there was probably about a minute left in the game, and the Rattlers had just kicked an onside kick. Milwaukee has the ball probably on the 10-yard line, and they needed them to make a mistake, and somehow uh, Chris Greason, ex-Arizona Cardinal, uh, he's now with the Milwaukee Iron, dropped back, center steps on his foot, he falls down, tries to throw a pass to one of his receivers while sitting on his on, on the ground, and one of the guys from Arizona intercepts the ball. This is maybe with a minute left. Just kind of giving you a brief rundown of kind of how arena football is, and it's never over until it's over. Um, Arizona intercepts that ball, goes in, scores a touchdown, um, puts him up by three points, Unfortunately, they missed the extra point that would have put them up by four points that would have probably possibly sealed the deal. So Arizona kicks off to Milwaukee. Milwaukee has the ball inside the Rattlers, I want to say 10-yard line, maybe around the nine or so. Then they get a penalty. I'm sorry, they get a fumble that forces them back probably around the 15. There's maybe 25, 30 seconds left in the game. Well, they decide now, okay, we're not going to try and kick a field goal right now. Even though we're down by three, we're going to try to win it. Okay. And by doing that, the fourth down play, ball gets intercepted. Rattlers intercept the ball. There's maybe 30 seconds left on the clock, 25, 30 seconds. And all they have to do is get positive yardage. They run the, run the clock out. Milwaukee has all three timeouts left. The Rattlers run two plays. Get positive yardage. Milwaukee calls two timeouts. They're down to one timeout left. Third play, Rattlers have it third down. They're trying to get positive yardage. I'm sorry. They hand it off. And the fullback gets stopped. And while in the process, one of his linemen is right in front of him. He hands it to one of his linemen. Lyman takes off. He's running. All of a sudden, he gets tackled. Well, of course, this is an illegal forward handoff. The Rattlers now have the ball. It's fourth down because the penalty is 10 yards and a loss of down, and Milwaukee still has one timeout left. So a game, all they needed was positive yardage, and the game is over. All this transpires. Well, the Rattlers attempt a field goal, like a 62-yard field goal, I think it was, someone like that. 
And it was just a little short kicker. Sholo, I want to say his name was Shula. Sholo, very strong leg, uh, almost makes the kick. He misses a kick, though. Milwaukee gets the ball back. There's very little time. I'm talking seconds left on the clock. And they run one play. There's no time left on the clock. Milwaukee's now into the, you know, the lateral. They're trying to do these laterals to get down and possibly someone breaks loose and score. Well, in the process of doing this lateral, there's no time left on the clock. And one of the players from Arizona grabs the face mask while trying to tackle this gentleman. So now there's no time left on the clock, but now Milwaukee has one untimed play. Of course, they run the field goal unit in. Kicker lines up, sets it right down the pipe. And mind you, in arena football, game the game posts are half the size of a normal NFL field goal. So we're talking about eight feet, I want to say, eight or nine feet. Guy nails it right down the center. So the game's tied now. Overtime rules. Each player gets one, I mean, each team gets one possession. If one team scores a touchdown, the other team has to score a touchdown as well. Very similar to college football a little bit, ex- with the exception is afterwards, after one possession each, sudden death wins. Arizona wins a toss, defers, kicks off. Milwaukee goes down after a few plays, and they eventually score a touchdown. Kick the extra point, they're up by seven. Milwaukee kicks off to Arizona. Arizona runs a few plays, goes down, scores a touchdown. Immediately after scoring a touchdown, Kevin Guy waves the kicker off the field. He says, no, we're going for two. They go for two, run a toss. I want to say it's a toss with an option to possibly pass it as well, but Rod Woodson run I mean Rod Rod Windsor runs it in from three yards out, two point conversion, Rattlers win the game. Um I've been around arena football a long time and that was it was a very, very exciting game just to see it go back and forth and see the intensity. And uh, not to mention uh, Rod the God Windsor, uh, they like to call him, is one of first-year player. Uh, I want to say he went to Western New Mexico. He's having a huge, huge year this year. I want to say he's got 100, 100 catches for, I think, 27, 28 touchdowns. And I want to say he's upwards around 1,300 yards as well. He's on pace to break Calvin Shakespeare's single season uh, receiving yards record. So a uh, very exciting time out there. Um, for anyone who hasn't been to maybe an arena football game, it's not a bad idea to go check it out. Uh, you're live right there. You know, you never know what's going to happen. Balls are being thrown in the stand. T-shirts are being thrown in the stand. Giveaways. There's... There's a lot going on over the course of that game, and you're right down in the center of everything that's happening down there. So wouldn't be a bad idea to go check it out. Rattlers do have another home game this Friday. Uh, they actually have two more home games in a row, one this Friday, one the following Saturday that will be uh, telecast on TV where I will be doing the sideline reporting as well uh, for that game on June 19th at U.S. Airways Arena. So once again, my name is Randy Gatewood. I'm here on the Ray Ellis Show, uh, appearing on the Voice America Talk Radio Network, Talking Sports. Talked about the Lakers, Celtics, NBA Finals, big game three tonight. 
Uh, now we're talking Arena Football, Arizona Rattlers. Um, very exciting overtime win last week over a very, very good Milwaukee team that had a lot of veterans too, a lot of veteran players. You know, the Rattlers, on the other hand, have some young players, some guys who, who's, who's been around the Arena Football League or, or AF2, uh, they like to call it. But these guys are maturing. Uh, they're growing up quick. Uh, Danny White is back on the sidelines with him, general manager. Uh, slash offensive coordinator, a guy who I spent a lot of my time, a lot of my career career with, who's who's taught me a lot about the game of football and just a lot about uh, being a professional. So uh, ex-Dallas Cowboy quarterback, of course, guy who's born and raised here, uh, ASU, um, everything, you know. Guy did a lot for Arizona and, of course, played a lot of years with the Dallas Cowboys and, He's back on the sidelines with Kevin Guy as a Rattlers head coach, and uh, they're off doing some great things. They're on the right pace now. So now they're gearing up for the second half of the season. Uh, should be interesting. Um, you know, of course, football comes down to, you know, who's going to stay the healthiest, um, who can make that final push, who's playing as a team, you know, who's counting on the guy right next to him, and, those type of things all come in. They, they, they waste such a great, great deal, you know, on the outcome of these games. And so uh, Rattlers are doing well right now, doing some good things right now, playing well as a team. And uh, Kevin and Danny seem to have those guys uh, going in the right direction. So uh, once again, feel free to call in anytime, 1-888-346-9144, uh, Randall Gatewood here is sitting in on the Ray Ellis Show here on Voice America Sports uh, Radio. Uh, when we get back, uh, I'd like to touch base a little bit more, just real quick, on the Arizona Rattlers. And I'd also like to touch base on the late, uh, great uh, John Wooten as well, a um, gentleman who has undoubtedly touched so many people, so many people out there in the sports world, from football to basketball to all sports. Um, a guy who will forever be remembered for for who he was and what he did and you know everything else that came associated and being with uh, the late great John Wooten. So stay tuned, stay tuned to talk to Voice America Talk Radio. Once again, I'm Randy Gatewood sitting in on the Ray Ellis Show today. We'll be back after a quick short break. Uh, once again, give me a call. 188-346-9144. We'd love to hear from you. I ain't the fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. I just think that the coach made a mistake. All crazy. <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. We some hard hitters. We 
some hard hitters. Hard hitting radio is a new kind of sports and entertainment show. Your hosts are NFL veterans Mark McMillan and co-host Byron Evans. It's an hour of hater-free radio every week. You'll hear interviews with top athletes, celebrities, coaches, and fans. It's humor, hits, and conversation. Hard hitting radio is on with McMillan and Evans. Listen Fridays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Network. Joe Cribbs, No Average Joe, is here for you, the fan, to hear about and discuss the week's top stories in the world of sports. We'll discuss not only the headliners, but you'll hear some of the smaller stories that don't usually make it on the sports wires today. It's a forum for the sports fan, hosted by Joe Cribbs, a three-time pro bowler with the Buffalo Bills. Joe is a 10-year pro football veteran, a former Southeastern Conference Most Valuable Player, and a member of the Alabama Sports Hall of Fame. Discuss the topics with Joe Cribbs, No Average Joe, Mondays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Network. Hey, football fans, are you ready for an intelligent discussion about the Buffalo Bills and the National Football League? Are you tired of listening to talk show hosts that have never played football? Instead of answering your questions, they prefer to listen to themselves. And when they don't like what you're saying, they just cut you off. Well, that won't happen on the Jeff Nixon Sports Report. Keep it clean, stay relatively calm and rational, and the discussion will flow well. Join Jeff Nixon Monday afternoons at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Sports Network. to the pros we, we cover everything let your voice be heard voice america sports uh-huh 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 rihanna uh-huh good girl going bad uh-huh take three action no clouds in my stones let it rain everybody once again randy gatewood here sitting in for ray ellis on the ray ellis show today talking sports uh, for anyone who didn't tune in earlier today, we touched base on the Lakers, Celtics, NBA Finals. Big game three tonight in Boston. Very pivotal game for L.A. Should be a great matchup. We also touched base on the Arizona Rattlers and their huge win this past weekend over a very, very good Milwaukee team as they uh, gear up and get ready to make their strong push as far as trying to get back into a championship as well. And uh, now I'd like to touch base on on John Wooten, the late, great John Wooten. Um, you know, you're talking about a gentleman that not only did so much for the game of basketball, but a gentleman who did so much for just people and players and family and everybody in general. Um, of course, I didn't play for for John, but... I just I remember reading and hearing about him and hearing the name and you know the last you know few days since since he has passed you know there's been a lot of talk and a lot of things that's happened and a lot of other things that you know stories have came out about him and ex players are talking about how much he's you know what he's done for him and and you know these are these are truly truly inspiring stories and 
you know, you go back and you look and you see, you know, you hear Bill Walton talk about it, man. You hear, you know, Luau Sindhu, of course, which is, you know, the great Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. And, you know, I heard, you know, a few days ago also, they even had, you know, Luke Walton talk about, you know, certain things about how Bill would leave little messages and little notes, you know, around the house. And he would put, you know, certain messages in the kids' lunch pails, um, so when they opened their lunch, there was something, you know, whether it was motivational or whatever, whether it was just a message. But, you know, I think, you know, John Mooden, I think he taught athletes, you know, that, you know, there's life is so much bigger than just basketball. You know, there's so many other things out there that uh, you can be thankful for. And there's there's a certain standard. There's a certain way to live. And. You know, even all the players and everybody who he brought up through the ranks, players who were, you know, legends, players who and people whose life that he had such a such a tremendous effect on. You know, I don't you know, going back, if I go back and think now, I'm not sure if there's not one coach out there that he didn't have an effect on in their lives. And I'm not just talking football, you know, I'm talking basketball, I'm talking every single Every single coach out there, I'm sorry, I'm not just talking basketball. I'm talking every single sport out there. I think this guy has touched every coach out there. And uh, it's amazing, you know, to know that, you know, after as as great as he was a basketball coach, to hear people talk about he was a much even better person, a much even greater person, that's that's fulfilling. That's amazing. That That's legacy. You know, I think that's what – you know, everybody, everyone wants to leave a legacy. They want to leave their mark on on just life in general. And uh, this guy had the blueprint for it. He was. He showed guys how to be players as well as people. And he showed you how to be even a better person than you were on the field. And so as I go back and and search and, you know, look at some of the things he said and look at some of the the comments that people have made and, you know, some of the things that, you know, happen in the live, he's, he's affected and he's touched. That's, I mean, that's amazing. That is amazing to see a guy have so much of an impact on so many people over his career when he was essentially associated with basketball. And to hear these type of stories, to hear these type of success stories and to hear, you know, like I said, Bill Walton and, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and, you know, you know, the legacy of, of not just the players who, you know, played at UCLA under him and, you know, their athletic institute, but just hear other players talk about it, you know. I imagine if, if we sat, you, you could probably go ask any one of those players in the NBA or any one of those college players, you know, about John Wooten, and they've been touched by him in some way because I'm sure whether it be at home or whether it be the coach who they're playing for now, that coach has probably used some type of form or success or whatever it may be that was associated with John Wooten. You know, you talk about the success triangle. I remember uh, hearing about that as well, you know, about how, you know, he talked about these kind of things and how he was preparing these guys for for just such a bigger life than basketball. And uh, to me, that's... You know, that's that's what life's about, you know. That's what life is truly about 
is is figuring it out outside of something that you feel like you were truly truly meant and made to do and you know this guy he figured it out you know unfortunately uh, he did pass away a few days ago but he does he leaves a great great legacy behind so uh, anyone who wants to call call in talk sports touch base on on maybe what what he's meant to you maybe what he's meant to a friend uh, maybe in some way shape form or fashion that he's maybe impacted your life or impacted somebody else's life um, I think that's to me that's what true living is and I think he was the epitome of of what helping people is about and you know what is putting putting others in front of you and and teaching guys you know how to be men you know he taught guys how to grow up you know and I think we need a lot more of that today um, everybody needs a little bit more guidance today and this guy here was was the epitome of that so uh, I would love to talk I'd love to chat call in one eight eight three four six nine one four four that number is toll free one eight eight three four six nine one four four or feel free to email me at Randy Gatewood uh, at gmail.com I would also like to touch base with you on that as well so uh, once again uh, the great late John Wooten just on principles in life uh, teaching guys how to grow up teaching guys how to be men teaching guys how to be professionals as well as athletes you know uh, so many times today you look out there and you hear about you know athletes um, someone who's maybe gotten into trouble or somebody who's made a bad decision or uh, someone who's uh, caused a problem whatever it may be you know those are the type of things and those are the type of tools that that we you know we need to be equipped with and we need to equip with we need to equip the athletes and people like that with today because that's that's what really that's where life really goes on is out there in the real world you know that temporary moment while on the court and while at practice and all those type of things yeah that's great that's where it's all done at but what goes on outside of that is where the real battle is being fought and so uh, John Wooten as great as he was for the sport of basketball like I said earlier he impacted you know guys a lot stronger than he did uh, on the basketball court as far as just being a part of their real life everyday lives so uh, to me that's what it is about that's what life's about is growing up you know and taking someone with you to show you the way and showing and just think all the people who he tutored who he tutored all those people are now giving a lot of that back to those kids and trying to show those kids the path that he showed those guys so uh, what a beautiful feeling though but once again the great late uh, John Wooten uh, did pass away a short time ago but I wanted to touch base with with uh, with everybody out there listening you know, just on exactly who he was for someone who maybe didn't know him and some of the things that I've discovered about him as well. So a wonderful, wonderful coach, but an even better person, better man. So once again, Randy Gatewood singing live on the Ray Ellis Show today. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. Uh, once again, my show will be coming out the 22nd of July, Sports World with Randall Gatewood. Thanks for listening to the Ray Ellis Show on Voice America, number one talk radio network. Thanks.
Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.